0: Keep up with all the latest news and guests by following the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I'm not into podcasts. Everyone keeps trying to you've got to list to pod. I'm not into podcasts. I like a bit of
1: music. Hey, how are things? This is Mark here, and welcome back to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. This is episode two four three. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, you are genuinely more than welcome. I hear it again. I've a bit of cro- a bit of a croak in my voice. This is. I think two or three of the last five podcasts have had a bit of a croak in my voice, so I apologize for that. I think it is the fact that I'm back working. I'm working full time. I'm up at 4 a.m. in the morning. By the time I get home, then obviously I don't go to bed straight away. A lot of times I do a bit of a workout. I'm recording this. Happy Monday to everyone. I'm recording this Friday morning. First day off this week. I'm doing overtime on Sunday. And my hope is to do this. I'm recording today and edit it and all of that crack and to have tomorrow off for myself. So look, how's everyone feeling? Um thanks for all the support you're giving me. Look. It's fantastic. I know <clears> that the, the last podcast was very well got with Alan Crotwell. He's the director of uh, Mixed Ability Sports Ireland and we were discussing an event out in Dubarry Park with the Buccaneers on the tenth of June, which is a Saturday. That's next month. It's gonna be, you know, maybe three or four hundred players, rugby, it's gonna be fun there's going to be I think the whole just the whole family can go down and enjoy it <clears throat> have a good time and there's a bit of a as we used to say in the 80s and 90s there's a bit of a do afterwards so look all is welcome I'm tipping down on the day and um, if you want to say hello to me do Um, I'll be there and uh, yeah just have a listen to that podcast it's the very last one that I done it was the one that was out last Monday and I think it's only like 30 minutes long so it's not that long so the last podcast was supposed to be a solo podcast where I was going to talk about um, character versus reputation. So I want to do that now. I have a couple of quotes that I like. But before I do all of that, I came across a thing that I like. And I suppose, look, I'll start from the beginning. It was a cold night in the 80s. I'm only joking. So look, here's the story. Since I got better from depression, I'm always trying to improve myself. So I don't think that, okay, look, you've done this now, you're doing really well, that's you covered, you don't need to improve anymore. I will slash that in two by saying I wouldn't swap myself with anyone, I wouldn't change myself to be anybody else. That doesn't mean that I think that I'm perfect, I do not. It just means that any challenges that come my way or any obstacles i have to overcome i'd sooner have my mindset than anybody else's because i know what works for me and i'm happy with it but it also means that i'm constantly trying to improve and i am and this is the year of i think um i said at the start of the year that this was the year of telling people to fuck off um really every year was that year for me but i wasn't saying it for myself i was saying it to everyone else and hopefully i think that was out in the first week in january or the last week of december if you want to have a listen a lot of people actually like that podcast I was saying that this would be the air of discipline for me and a lot of things I was doing was motivation and um, I can't stay motivated all the time. Um, I know we're all the same, but I look at that as a weakness, but that's okay. You're allowed to have strengths and weaknesses and just work on them. So what I decided to do was rather than to be motivated, I said, I'll be disciplined. And anytime anything's getting hard, which like everybody else, things get hard all of the time, I always say to myself out loud in my car, discipline, Mark, discipline. What is discipline? It's doing the things you don't want to do when you're supposed to do them, even though you do not want to do them. So that's what I'm at. I'm not saying I've mastered. I'm not going to do a big course on discipline or any of that fucking nonsense. Everyone seems to be an expert. It's doing the things that I don't want to do that I know will benefit me in the future. And future Mark will look back at present Mark me now and be happy with him. So one of the things I was thinking about and you know trying to improve is like you know what's my circle of friends like what's my you know there's people in your life I suppose that don't add value but they'll be there forever and um, I'm not saying cut off everyone like Andrew Tate would say or someone like that I'm saying like just people in your life like whether it be work whether it be family whether it be friends close circle community parish neighborhood they just aren't good for you but for one reason or another or for whatever reason you can't you know uh, get rid of them <clears throat> from your circle but for the people that you can get rid of, you should definitely try to do it. And rather than, I suppose, react and get thick and get angry, it's just silence and just go about with your life. So with that being said, I was looking at my circle and I was thinking of the people that I could get rid of or of the friendships, you know, semi-friendships that I have, could I make them stronger? Are the work being made stronger? And that kind of questions was coming up a lot. And it brought me back to myself then, well, like, this is how I get out of depression. What do I want? What makes me happy? What's, you know, like I have a conscience. I like doing the right thing. I I have morals. And if people don't meet them, well, then you're not going to be my friend. You're not going to be in my circle. And I'm not really like, I won't wish you harm at any stage, but I, I won't go out of my way to help. And it's something that I'm always working on and, Like, I don't make a decision with a list. If anyone watches the WWE, there was years ago, Chris Jericho had the list of Jericho. If your name was on the list, you were in trouble. Well, this isn't the list of Mark McCormick. But it's how can I navigate that a little bit better? And this is, I suppose, tied with what I said is that I'm always trying to grow myself. I'm always trying to get a better version of me, not so other people can think it's a better version of me. I stress this. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks of me. Obviously, everyone wants to be liked, but I don't want to be liked if I have to pretend to be someone that I'm not. So I just won't do that. I'll never, if I live to be 500 years of age, you won't see me doing that ever. I just won't do it. So I want to be myself. I want to have my values. I want to have the knowledge through the years that I picked up, as we all have, whether it be listening to lectures or reading stuff or listening to people, you know, um, intellectuals pontificating with each other or having friendly Um, engaging debates, then your own opinions and I suppose lived experience, what you see with your own eyes. So all of that together, although I do want to improve myself in general, I don't want to change myself. So what kind of friend or what kind of, and I just used the word friend, look, it could be sibling, family member, spouse, work colleague, uh, sports team colleague, colleague. it doesn't really matter like, you know, but what's, what would I change about that side of it? And the truth is, I wouldn't change anything about that side of it. I probably will get better as when I'm, As the years go on. I will get better because I'll know more stuff. But I actually wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change a single fucking thing. Because I'm still going to be honest with someone if they ask me a question. And that's the problem of fuckers. Like, you see someone there and they will, there could be an... A, a, a friend group of three you know and to think they're peaky blinders going around you know we have just such a strong knit group and you're probably all holding each other back champion every one anything goes wrong i'll come back into the huddle come back into this little cubs den that we've created for ourselves that we don't have to do anything like it's like the discipline doing things you don't want to do even when you don't want to do them and not having people to fall back on like i remember seeing um 50 cent, 50 cent, saying that uh, <clears throat> when things went wrong for him, he didn't go running to somebody because he would no one to run to. And I'm not saying we or me or you have no one to run to, but that kind of mentality can be good as well. I don't know some people will be listening to this and saying, no, that's not right. You need a community and you need this. And, and you you are right. You do need that as well. But I don't. And loads of other people listening to this podcast don't. You can be a lone one f- a lone wolf a man or woman onto yourself no problem whatsoever at all and still be a valued member of whatever circle you're in your family your friends your work colleagues you can do all of those things at once like just because you're doing one doesn't necessarily mean that you can't do the other so I came across this quote it's somebody reading it out I'm going to play it and give a little bit of discussion about it and I think it's very very interesting I'm going to play it now and it will be the last thing that I play on this podcast as well because Wherever you're listening to this podcast, I'd like you to have a good fucking listen to this. A proper fucking listen to this. And that's why I'm going to play it twice. So I'll play it the first time now.
0: That one friend that always tells you the truth, that never beats around the bush, never walks on eggshells, that hurts your feelings sometimes, he's not the asshole. All your other friends that sit idly by while you destroy yourself and tell you that you're just fine the way you are they're the assholes. The best friends you can have in the world are the ones that don't care what you want to hear. They only tell you what you need to hear and they'll keep it 100% real always. The friends that you hate the most in the short term are going to be the ones that you love the most in the long term because they have your best interests in mind. They want to see you fulfill your potential and be what they know you can be.
1: That's the way I like myself to be. That's the way I like to think of myself as that person. That's why I haven't got 45,000 friends because I'm not a pleaser. I'm not a pleaser of people. I'm a pleaser of me. I'm not a pleaser of people. Also having said that, I don't go out and try to annoy people no, for no reason. I don't go out and like sometimes, you know, there's so many examples I could give you, but I wouldn't because, uh, I, you know, the person involved would be kind of compromised ever so slightly. So I can't do that. But there's so many different times where someone would say something and I'd give an answer and it would be an answer that they haven't heard before. Like they have not heard the answer before. And they're thinking, well, why is he saying that? Oh, because he's a tick prick. Because, goes, oh, that's Mark for you. Like, that is Mark for me. I'm not in the little den with all your little cubs sticking fingers up each other's arses, making sure you're okay. If you ask me a question and if I care about you, I'll answer it and tell you the truth, even if you don't want to hear it. So knowing that, don't fucking ask me. And if you're like me and you're listening to this podcast, which I know 100%, there's so many people that listen to this podcast that are like me. I'd say don't change. Just be yourself. And again, don't go out and intentionally try to annoy people. Don't go out and intentionally. But the problem is, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast will know that already. Some people are snowflakes. They're sunflowers. They're in a bubble. They're like a bull in a china shop. They're yaddy, they're, they're yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Going about life. Something goes wrong. Oh my God, it's fucking Armageddon for them. They go around to their little, in their dent or their little cubs and they all pat each other on the back, tickle each other's testicles. Yeah, you're okay, Joe Blogs. you're fine, yeah. Oh, you're dead, right? Oh, 100%. I do the same thing. Fuck off, you absolute weak shower shits. It's bollocks. And if you don't think it's bollocks, you want to start thinking about it. Genuinely, seriously thinking about it. There's so many people that have the same opinion as I have. If somebody asks me a question, I'll give them the answer because I consider myself a real friend. And then you might say, well, Mark, I do not mention a couple of minutes ago that you were looking at your friend circle and you were looking at like you haven't got loads of friends, like loads of good close friends. And I don't. But that's probably why, because I'm honest, I'm, I'm not one of the cubs in the den, rubbing each other's back, trying to get the wind up. If somebody asks me, if someone fucks up or somebody asks me a question or someone says something shit, if I don't care, by the way, I let slide the same as you. I don't go around to everybody. I, I don't walk up the street on my day off and find people saying things that I don't agree with or that I perhaps might think are inaccurate and call them out. I don't say anything. I get on with my day. I enjoy myself. <clears throat> but if someone is close to me and they're my friend, when I say a friend, this could be, as again, family, work colleague, someone in my circle that I think, yeah, This person's a cool dude or a cool girl or whatever. They ask me a question. I'll tell them the answer, whether they like it or not. And often I know they're going to think in their mind a little bit less of me. And to that, I say no issue whatsoever. Because it's people like me who might ask the question. And then you give an answer that perhaps they don't like. And they'll sit and discuss it with you. Because they have a set of testicles. And to ask you a question to get your opinion, not for you to back them up. That's what it is, you know. It's like if, if you can just visual all these cubs in a den and something, one of them goes out and it's going hunting for food and all of a sudden it falls or a branch breaks or something happens. It goes back into the little den and all the cubs are, you're okay, you're fine. And I'm sure that feels okay for some people. And, you know, like if Armageddon never comes or a zombie apocalypse, they're the people that's gone first they're just no good to anyone. It's the cub that goes out here, then gets hurt, comes back into the den. Here's the mole saying, oh, you're fine. You're fine. The cub should be saying, "But why didn't somebody come out with me when I was going hunting for food? Or why did I fall myself when I went out? Was I not looking? No one asked them questions. This is obviously a fucking metaphor here. No one asked these questions. It's always, oh yeah, you're fine. uh, You're fine. Fucking John. You're fine. Tom, you're fine. Mark. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense of the highest order. If I care about someone and they ask me a question, I'll give them an answer. Then the question might be, well, have you ever cared about someone who asked you a question and you didn't give them the right answer? And I would say to that, yes, I have done. Then the next question presumably would be, well, why? Because I've given them the right answer in the past and it's always end up with them feeling fucking low or feeling, they're just not able for it. They're just not able for it. And I'm not changing who I am. So therefore, I might give them a cub in the den answer just to fucking send them on their way. Because <clears throat> they're not going to listen to what I say because it's the it's, the answer's too hard. The answer's too hard. And they're not able for it. They're not able for critique. They're not able for criticism. And most of the fucking time, they know the real answer themselves. And they're hoping everyone says something different. That wasn't your fault, Ben. So what else were you supposed to do? So I'd probably do the same thing. You fucking get rid of those waste of fucking space, people. I'm telling you, get rid of them. They're a waste of space. A real friend is someone who will tell you the truth, even if they know that you are going to get thick with them, that that it might hurt your feelings. Okay. why do you do that? Why would someone do that? Because they know you're better than you're showing for yourself. They know that when you show up for yourself, let's say your best or my best or anyone's best is 10 out of 10. I and mean, look, if we can reach five or six or seven, we're doing really well. Sometimes we'll hit 10, sometimes we'll hit one or two. That's just life. Look, I get that. I wasn't born yesterday. I didn't come down in the last shower. But when you're at four and you're whinging like a banshee and you go to your circle of cubs and oh, you're okay there now, Joe Blogs. you're fine. No problem whatsoever. Yeah, you're fine. If you come to me, I'll say You're acting the prick. You should have done this. You should have done that. You knew that wasn't going to work. You already spoke about it last week yourself. You still went and did it. Then they say, oh, fuck off. I'm sorry I asked you. Well, you're not as sorry as me that you asked me. You fucking clown. You're not as sorry as me. Stop asking me if you don't want to know the answer. And when I say me, I mean all of us people who who have this attitude. And this isn't something that's happened last week or yesterday or any time. This is an ongoing thing over 20 years. And to do that, then you have to decide, well, what's your own character? Who are you? What's your character? What way do you want to be? Not what do you want other people to see you as? What do you want to be regardless of what other people think? That's the big thing. What do you want to be regardless of what other people think? That's all that fucking matters. If you don't think that's all that matters and you're worried about reputation and you're worried, you're a cub in the den. This is not a question. I'm telling you this. It's a fact. Anyone with the attitude I have or anyone who is even further down this line than I am will tell you the same thing. All of them, to a man and a woman, will tell you the same thing. So, the question then is, for the people who are like me, I would say, just don't change, do your own thing. But obviously try to improve all the time, which is the way I started this podcast. Try to make yourself better. Try to improve. Try to do the best that you can. But don't change, as in don't uh, don't bow down to someone else's level. Please don't do that. Because when I think back when I had depression, it was I, it was death by a thousand cuts and everything I mentioned there happened a thousand times and a million other things. So look, that being said, what I want to do is I want to play that again at the end. Please listen to the fucking words. I promise you they're, they're right. What I'll do now is, I want to talk a little bit about the character versus reputation. i give you an example. Then I have a few of Mark's little quotes and I have a nice little jingle to bring that in. See, I've been working. Even when I come home from work, I do be doing little jingles. It's not actually a great jingle. Look, it's just a makeshift. <clears throat> what, what I'm thinking of doing is having certain segments and doing more shows solo. I'm always saying this. Like the most popular podcast of, of the top 20 podcasts I've ever done, and I checked this, 17 of them are fucking solo ones. So for all the work I do with a guest and all the work I do talking with someone and all the editing and try to get them to share and try to this. and Like I could put a clip up on Facebook and might get 2000 views, a clip of the podcast, 150 different people could share it. Yeah, often heard of the six degrees of separation. You go, wow, this podcast is going to go to the fucking moon in, term of, in terms of figures. And then I do on the following week for half an hour on my own and it gets more views and I only put up a fucking picture mark episode whatever today I talk about whatever fill in your own topic so I think I might do a few more and another thing I was looking at I wasn't going to bring this up today was a music show an actual music show where I play some songs now I looked in on Spotify how I go about doing that where one is if you are a member of Spotify so if you have a, a subscription which I do not by the way um, if you have a subscription, if I play a song, let me see, the, the, the Metallica Enter Sandman, I play Metallica Enter Sandman, it'll play the whole song. But if you do not have a prescription, like I do not have, it plays something like 20 or 30 seconds of the song. So it might be nice to do that, have a bit of a chat. Maybe you can send it, like it's a radio station, send in some voice notes or some questions, and I'll do them and read them out and place. It. Look, it's something maybe we look at in the summer, but I was thinking about how would I do it, and I come up with a couple of good ideas. If it's something that interests you, Clockwork Junkie Podcast at gmail.com. Before I go on, if you haven't donated to the podcast, now would be a fantastic time to do it. It's paypal.me forward slash Clockwork Junkie. The link is in the description. Thank you to anyone who has done it. I keep saying this time and time and time and time and time again. I genuinely fucking appreciate it. Money's hard to come by. I'm doing the podcast for free. And yes, nobody asked me to do it. So why should you donate? Because you think it might bring value to you. And you enjoy it. That's all it is. Well, yes, I, I wouldn't have 500 euros to donate. Nobody ever donated 500 euros, ever. 10, 20, 15, whatever the fuck it is, you know, and, and it is only one time. So thank you to anyone who has done that. Remember, if you'd like me to talk about something, Clockwork Junkie Podcast at gmail.com. If you don't have PayPal, which a lot of people don't, there's a link to my link tree in the description as well if you click on it. There's a tip jar there that's a one time as well my instagram is there if you're not following me you can go and follow me there i have a facebook there i have a linkedin there and a youtube channel which there's nothing up on that anyways compared to, well all the stuff that was up is up but there's nothing new going up <clears throat> and i have no plans to do so at this very moment <laughs> Character versus reputation. I was saying, I read out a couple of podcasts ago that character is much more important because that's what you think of yourself and reputation is what other people think of you. So I can give you an example. I'm not speaking out of school here at all. The example is as follows. So I was getting very tight for money when I was doing the podcast as a business because it was very hard to get sponsors. Although I did get sponsors and some silent sponsors, it was hard to make money. Um, People would donate and they do. And as I already said, thank you. But it's not enough. It's not enough. It it wasn't enough. I'm not saying it won't be enough in the future. It wasn't enough at the time. So I was falling behind on different things. All of that has happened to me in the past. It's nothing new. I'm always a just scrape by type of guy uh, in terms of money wise. So for the growth I feel I have in my personality and in my attitude, and if there's a higher being that ever brings us up, he'll say, well, you were broke all your life, but look how rich you are on the other side, on the mental side and everything else. I don't know if that's worth anything. And I don't know if there is a, a creator that will say that at the end. But I'm used to not having money. I'm used to being, you know, okay for two weeks and then fuck for seven weeks, missing bills, bills doubling up, having to ring companies and say, listen, champion, you're looking for 700 euros. I have 22 euros in my account. What's the story? <clears throat> so it's not something that's, that, that's, that's uh, new to me. But what was fucking new to me was because I was behind in so much stuff and because I would zero access money whatsoever. The way we do it in our family, and look, it's not our family, it's loads of people's families, is look, if someone has a birthday, you might put 20 euros in a card. If you have it, you might put 30 euros in a card. You might go and have a few <clears throat> cans of Coors Light with them, for example. But if it's a big birthday, like a 18th, maybe a 21st, maybe a 30th, a 40th, a 50th, a 60th, a 70th, a hundred, so on and so forth, you might put a bit extra in, maybe 100, maybe 150, depend on what you had that week. And it's just... It's not a way of saying this part is more important. It's a way of saying, there you go. Congratulations. Look, have buy yourself something nice. You're at this good milestone in your life and go and get something nice. And if we all can do that for them, then they might have a good bit of money extra that's not coming out or pay and they can do something or go on holiday or do whatever the fuck you want. So that's why we do it. But also if there's an out communion or a confirmation or, you know, stuff like that, we try to give the person that little bit extra rather than 20 euros in a card. So, Over the last couple of months, I had a big birthday, not me personally, but someone very close to me had a big birthday and I wanted to put 150 euros into a card and give it to them. And I knew in December that I wanted to do this and this was February and I still didn't have it. I had to go to that person and say, Hey, just to let you know, I'm not making a whole lot of money doing this podcast. All the sponsors that I have have finished up, like the contract is finished. The other sponsors aren't coming very quickly or they I'm coming along anytime soon that I can see over the horizon, God knows what my circumstances will be uh, in the future. But right now, I just don't have it. And I didn't like having to go and say that. No, the person understood. They knew I was working my arse off. They knew I was at nonstop, 24-7, trying to make this work. And they understood. No problem, they said. Also, I had a confirmation in that time. I had to tell the person, listen, it's your confirmation. I know that I would normally give you an extra few pounds, and I will do when I get it. But I just don't have it now. And I don't know when I'm going to have it. And it's going to be a time into the future. That person said, fine. So this is now, I went maybe a month, two months later, I went, I got a job. And now some some money starts coming in. But not enough to be throwing out 150 here and 150 there. And I was behind on bills and everything. So I'd mentioned that I was going to, one of the weeks, give the money to these people. And they said, no, it doesn't matter. They said, like, nobody knows that you didn't give us a present for a birthday we know you're working really hard we know you're behind in all your bills we know that they need to be paid first and you're back working a full-time job get something for yourself which i thought was sweet i thought was nice and only someone who really cares about you would say that that's the truth it's only someone who really cares about me would say to me look enough time has passed it doesn't matter it was okay on the time and it's okay now there's no issue whatsoever i'd sooner you keep the money for yourself and get yourself something nice because you've been working now you're back working full-time and you're still doing the podcast you hang on to it. So my reputation was intact. No one knew about it. The people involved said it's fine. Bang. I have money for myself. I'm working. Happy days. But my character wouldn't allow me to do that at all whatsoever. My character wanted me to give that money. And that particular week, I left myself stuck. I had no money for anything, only fuel and lunch to get up and down to work again. That's what I did. I gave it all straight away. And they were, well, don't want to take it off you. I said, it doesn't matter. I'm giving it to you. You have to take it. That's it. So that's a a small example of my. And this is a tiny example. I I have other examples that I can't say because it would, I I would be talking school if you like. But these are examples of things. It's a small example of where my reputation was fine. Nobody in the world knew about only me and these people. But I knew about it. And my character wanted to do it at the time. And they were even kind enough to say, no, well, we don't want you to do it because keep it for yourself. You're working really hard. You're working really hard all along. You just didn't have the money. Now you're in a full time job and part time. You're working hard. So no problem whatsoever. You hang on to it. Get something for yourself. You deserve it. Which, again, I thought was sweet and nice. I didn't do that. I said, no, there you go. It's a small little example of character over reputation. My reputation was fine, but my character wouldn't allow it. End of story. And then I did give them the money. They went and bought stuff. They went on a little bit of a shopping spree and they deserved it. And I'm glad that I did. And there's not another word about it. I am mentioning it here because when I mentioned that on my last podcast about character versus reputation, people say, give us an example. So I have loads of examples that I can't give because I would be speaking out of school, but that one I'm not. So that's an example of even nobody knew I would know. Okay. That's okay to say something or just be bluffing, but now you're leaving yourself broke. After going back to work for the first time in ages. An official job job. And you're still doing the job that wasn't making you the money in the first place. You're off. The kind of feeling of happiness when you get your paycheck. Go. Maybe have a pint. I don't know. Buy yourself a fucking shirt. Whatever you wanted to do. Go to the cinema. No. I'm doing nothing. I'm filling up the car with fuel. I'm keeping enough for the exact amount for my lunch. For next week. And I'm giving you guys the money that I said I would do. Even though nobody else knows anything, only me, there you go. Thank you. Character versus reputation. That's what I mean, kind of. There's other examples I can give, but I will not. So here's what's next.
0: Now it's time for some of Mark's favorite quotes.
1: I don't know if I've ever read out this one before, but it goes as follows. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal, it is the courage that continu- is the courage to continue that counts. The reason I like this is for several reasons. Number one, success is not final. So even when I was younger, and people, you know, people do it to this day, once I get here, or once I get that, or once I get that job, or once I get that car, or once we're married, or once we have a child, or what what you add in your own fucking line. We'll be successful. Everything will be fine. No, it won't be. You'll have a problem the following week. 100%. 100%. You'll have problems left. You know, people often come on this podcast and saying like, we should be happy. We should be. we." Should be. And I'd say, why? Why should we? Who said we should be happy? Who said life shouldn't be a struggle at times? How do you enjoy the good stuff if everything is good? You know? Do, do people think of that like, oh, I've, I've had a very bad two weeks. And now I'm having a good day. That good day is euphoric. It's fantastic. That good day wouldn't exist if you didn't have two bad weeks because you wouldn't fucking know what a good day was. So when you get your success or when you get, if I just get that, everything will be fine. No, it won't. It won't be fine. Success is not final at all. On the same note, we flip the coin. Failure is not final. It's not fatal. You can fail. That's not the end. At all. Whatsoever. And fucking try again. I fail. It's all over. No, it's not. Try again. Oh, well, that's not working out for me. Or maybe if if I tweak it and do it this way, I fail. And eventually you might pass that or you might get successful and you go, that's it. The success and this is final. No, it's not. You'll fail again. It's a yin and it's a yang and it's okay. As long as you have the character to know it's okay. Oh, well, I feel like shit because now people think, ah, you've lost me there. People think, Don't give a fuck what people think. That's your reputation. That doesn't matter. Your character matters. What you think. 100%. It's only what you think that matters. It doesn't matter if everyone thinks you're a walking fucking cunt. If you know you're good, you're kind, you're helping people, you're watching out. That's all that matters. Alternatively, if everyone thinks you're a hero, everyone thinks you're a saint, everyone thinks you're fantastic, and you're an absolute fucking fucking runt of a yoke in the background doing despicable things to people always you know kind of a fucking rat you know ratting people out doing things wrong taking things from people taking opportunities but nobody knows so, but my, my reputation is intact I'm fine you're not fine you're a cunt so success is not final failure is not fatal it is the courage that continue that counts another quote that I've seen I don't know if I read this out I don't think I meant to do and I really like it I might have put this up on social media if any of you follow me on Instagram or Facebook I might have put this up Uh, and if I didn't do I meant to it's a really really short one it says it's hard to beat a person who keeps showing up every day it shifts from winning to outlasting and that's a very different game isn't it so it's hard to beat a person who keeps showing up every day. It shifts from winning to outlasting. That's something to think about. I'm shit at this. Let's keep doing it. I'm shit at this. Let's keep doing it. But this person's brilliant. brilliant. In five years time, that person would have stopped doing that four and a half years ago. And you could be the best in your field. So it's hard to beat a person who keeps showing up every day. It shifts from winning to outlasting. And it says... That's a very different game. I 100% agree. It's a quote that I really like. I have one here. It says, it's the small habits. So how you spend your mornings, how you talk to yourself, if you work out, do you read? What do you read? Do you watch TV, shows, Netflix, whatever? What do you watch? Who do you share your energy and time with? Who has access to you, to your emotions, to your feelings? How do you treat your body? And I says that will change your life. I would not have got out of depression from ten years. I could have killed myself. I used to speak about this all of the time. It's almost hard to speak about it now, not because it stirs emotions, just fucking zero emotion from it. I'm. It's so over, and it's so long ago. It feels like another lifetime ago. What I know, everything I'm talking about here are things that made me better in terms of my character. And in myself, none of this pleased anybody else. Trust me, none of this, ple- nothing I'm saying here would please anybody else. Only you and like-minded people. So look, they're my quotes for today. I hope you enjoy them. What I should have done several times, and I never have done, is sometimes when a guest comes on the show, they leave a review. They all say they're going to. So 240-something podcasts, and I think I got 32 reviews. I I don't know why they say they're going to do it and they don't do it, but they just do. Siobhan Mungavin, who's an author who was on speaking about spina bifida and her new book, uh, wrote a review. And I want to read out the review. I should have been doing this from the start. But I literally should have been doing this by the, from the start, but I just didn't. I do not know why. Uh, again, I'm always trying to grow. I'm always trying to learn. She said the following. Mark is extremely pretty and shoulders to die for. No, sorry. I put that bit in. She yeah. says, Highly recommend Mark and the podcast. Mark is gifted at what he does. He provides a safe, authentic environment. Mark's warm energy really draws the listener in. I'm so excited for you all to hear our upcoming podcast in the next few weeks. And obviously, that podcast has since been out, and it's been successful. And she's doing fantastic. That's um, her book was what was her book? Um, I you know what the second title was. Or I smiled back. And the title was the story nobody knows. And she spoke about being born with spina bifida, and she's loads of other ailments wrong with her. And as she said herself, this is not me saying. She said that she's she's lucky to still be alive. And if you listen to the podcast, you you would agree. But her attitude is fucking magic. It's absolutely magic. Um, if you could bottle that, the world would be a very very different place. <laughs> So look, that's the podcast today, short and sweet, a quick one on me, what am I doing? I'm working, I'm doing 10 hour shifts, Monday to Thursday, Uh, I do overtime on a Sunday, I record a podcast on a Friday, I'm going to the gym in the evenings, I'm going to the gym when I'm off, I went back doing a martial arts class, I'm counting calories, I've watched hardly any fucking TV um, at all, I'm planning trips for myself to go to the Aran Islands, to go and visit Spike Island, I probably won't get out when I get there I'm going over to Toronto, um, hopefully this year. That's the plan anyways. Um, congratulations to my brother James and his long-time partner Nicola um, on the birth of their son Isaac. It's five weeks ago now. I know that James is on a podcast uh, pre the birth of Isaac and what was it going to be like. And look, I'll get him on at some stage. We'll have a conversation. I'm not going to say too much more. That's completely up to him what he does and doesn't say. But just to wish them well and if people were wondering... Um, is he coming back on? That's why he's not. He's back on work already, and they're just you know it's it's the early it's the early stages, and um you know it's it's I suppose you know what, when James went to Toronto that was fine, and look we text all the time probably more so than we did when he was here, and you know each their own do your own thing one hundred percent I I'll support you I'm all for it. This is the only time I kind of wish that they weren't there, you know, because I kind of um you know the movie Twilight um not Edward the the your man, the other fellow, Jacob. Was that his name? Jacob, he's the wolf. Um he imprints oh, I think the words imprints on uh, Bella's child. If people don't know what I'm talking about now, they'll say, what the fuck? But um that's what I do to my nieces and nephews. I imprint on them. And I haven't imprinted on Isaac yet because I haven't I haven't spent time, you know. No, when I say imprint, I just spend half an hour annoying them, you know, um trying to roil them up and then I leave. That's my imprinting. But look, we we'll get a chance to do it soon enough. I'm hoping to go over towards the end of the year and I've a few little trips planned for myself. Um I'll be down on the bar I have to work or bar something comes up. I'll be down on the 10th of June which is a Saturday um, in Dubari Park with the Buccaneers for the Round Robin tournament for the Mixed Ability Sports Ireland. Um Irish rugby is involved in that and um Connacht rugby as well. Loads of entertainment there and there's going to be a big do as I say afterwards. Um I look I'm hoping to go to it all but I just don't know what way I am at the moment but my plan now is to get down there for the day for a period of time if you see me you can come over and say hello there's no problem I don't bite. that's it look I'll be doing and I hope again I'm like I want to do more solo podcasts I love doing solo podcasts I love sitting down having a chat and I know when I do this like all the things I said there it's going to be about 25% of the people that listen going fuck him how does he think he is how does he know that who's he you know I'm Mark McCormick champion the creator and host of the Clockwork Junkie podcast and I created it to say things So you create one and say your own things if you want to do it. Don't be giving out and crying like a banshee. That's what I think. And I know so many people that listen to this podcast think the same because they message me, they email me. I have guests on. So it's not a little opinion that I think that I have in my head. It's a fucking fact. I'm going to play the clip that I played at the start for you again. Please listen to it. It's true. It's 100% true. The people that you think are the baddies, are the goodies. Think of the sitcom scrubs. When JD is the new intern in Sacred Heart Hospital. Dr. Cox is the one that's at them all the time. Dr. Kelso is the one that seems really, really nice. And then when the shit hits the proverbial fan, Kelso fucking drops him in it and Cox come in comes in and talks him through it. That's what a friend is. Not someone in the cub Or in the den all the cubs rubbing each other's testicles sticking the pinky up your anus that's not a friend that's an enabler get away from them my name is mark mccormick thank you for listening to the clockwork junkie podcast
0: that one friend that always tells you the truth that never beats around the bush never walks on eggshells that hurts your feelings sometimes he's not the asshole all your other friends that sit idly by while you destroy yourself and tell you that you're just fine the way you are they're the assholes the best friends you can have in the world are the ones that don't care what you want to hear they only tell you what you need to hear and they'll keep it a hundred percent real always the friends that you hate the most in the short term are going to be the ones that you love the most in the long term because they have your best interest in mind they want to see you fulfill your potential and be what they know you can be